The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake, brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Monday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, fun show. So far, you got the podcast at theticketfm.com. You can always call, call or text at 402-464-5685. Watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. This show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Yeah, I hope uh, question for me. people are enjoying themselves listening. It was, a, it was an enjoyable trip to New Jersey. Um, you don't always say that. <laughs> how often do you pe- how often do people say that sentence? It was an enjoyable trip to New Jersey. <laughs> it was kind of enjoyable though. It, the weather was nice. We stayed in New Brunswick. Did you see Kelsey Grammer there? <laughs> I, I, only on Twitter. Oh, you didn't see him in I person. I didn't see him in person. I wasn't Okay, Frazier so, has left the building. Yeah, Kelsey Grammer was, yeah, he on was hand. He was there. I didn't get the story on that. I wasn't all that interested to be in or to maybe, be on. Maybe he went to Rutgers. We don't know, so let's not talk about it. Maybe but he, he was, was at the game though. He was on the sideline. Um I'm trying to think if there's anything distinguishing about the trip. Not really. We had a good there's a good. They do have a good. If if you ever go there, I've been to Piscataway. They do, they do have a great steakhouse. That's the the equivalent of Misty's to Rutgers football, okay. Rutgers University. It's right in New Brunswick, which New Brunswick is where the campus is. Hmm. It's not. I don't know so why Piscataway's alive. Then yeah, I mean New Brunswick, unless. Like it just goes from New Brunswick to Piscataway in a flash. I mean, I was in New Brunswick walking around looking for a haircut place. I was looking for a place to get a haircut. So I was walking around, um, and all of a sudden, I'm in New Brunswick, and I'm like, oh, look at that. There's Rutgers University right there. The campus is right there. Interesting. Yeah, New Brunswick's a nice little area. But anyway, the steakhouse is called Steakhouse 85, and it's right in New, it's in New Brunswick. And it was, it was, I would say, on par with well, Misty's. Glad it was, to hear that. Yeah, it was really good. Really good. Glad really good. It. And you can get good service in this country still. You can get good service. You got it there? Yeah. Incredibly good service. Well, I'm happy for you. And I'll tell you something about the East Coast, too. Okay. We'll bring it back to sports. That is baseball crazy. 
baseball is the thing on the East Coast. They got the Mets going. The Mets lost last night. The Mets are out. Oh, the our Mets waitress. With the, the Mets with the 101 wins of the regular season and mostly the lead the entire calendar year. They blew it oh. late to the Braves to lose the division. Got beat by the Padres oh. last night Ooh. at home. Shut out 6-0. And are out of the playoffs. So with the Mets going and the Yankees going and Philadelphia. Yep. <clears throat> with Philly, you know, Philly's right over Philly's, there. They, they advance. They beat the Cardinals. Cardinals are out. Philly's advanced to the uh, a series. Thank you. You're welcome. I, I track it. Yeah. Didn't watch any of it, but I tracked it. But anyway, that, that that's they talk baseball nonstop on the East Coast. That's what it is. Interesting. Yeah. It's a, that's, man. So anyway. All right, let's talk about football. All right, I saw this. Uh, I just looked right now to confirm. What? Uh, as of right now, uh, the, the early odds on Nebraska at Purdue. Purdue is a 12.5-point favorite at this very moment. Holy God, I would not have guessed I, it that high. When, 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 when Purdue was playing Maryland, I was, I was playing some golf with some guys in Piatras, and we said, let's, let's guess the opening line for Nebraska-Purdue. Okay. Knowing that Nebraska had already won, Purdue mm-hmm. won a close game against Maryland. I said, I think Purdue will probably be a 7.5-point favorite. 6.5 mm. to 7.5. Yeah. Twelve and a half shocks me. I would have, I would have said six. You know I don't get surprised very often. Twelve and yeah. a half. Now it, it might come true. They might blow Nebraska out. But Why does it shock you? You haven't seen a spread like that against Nebraska for a, a while. No. Even even when they have been losing, you know, a lot. Should right? we go back to those? I, I mean, mean look, look at the spreads this season. They were they were double digit spreads, uh, point spread against uh, Northwestern. Mm-hmm. Same for North Dakota. Same for Georgia. They were twenty one and a half point favorites against Georgia Southern. Now they were dogs against Oklahoma, but not not by double digits. It was like it was like a four a three point dog to Oklahoma, right? Mm-hmm. And and then then Nebraska yeah. was right. Nebraska was only a three point dog to Oklahoma, and they're a twelve and a half point dog to Purdue. Yes, Nebraska Damn. was favored by three against Indiana, yeah. covered by four, covered by eleven. There, won by fourteen, and they were three and a half against Rutgers. Did not cover, but did win the football game. Man, twelve and a half point dogs to Purdue. Okay, defensive stats. I mean, if Nebraska's defense can hang in there. Okay, we we did the second half stats of the last two games. How about this? The past two fourth quarters, Nebraska's defense. Nebraska's defense in the past two fourth quarters, six opponent drives, zero points. Nebraska's defense the past two fourth quarters, Indiana and Rutgers, one first down has given up one first down. Zero drives in the Nebraska territory. Two takeaways. Nebraska's defense the past two fourth quarters. Twenty one plays by the opponent for ten yards. That's point five per play. Yeah, you're mesmerized by this. That's pretty. That's pretty dang good. Yeah, and they're a twelve and a half point dog. Uh, someone's saying that. Go back to Oklahoma. Now, Nebraska was like a 10-point dog there, 10 to 14. Oh, but yeah, what the, the hell are you talking about? At that, to be fair, at that time, Oklahoma was the sixth-ranked team in the country. Uh-huh. So, my fault in the number. But still, <clears throat> Purdue is not the sixth-ranked team in the country. 12.5 points is a lot. O'Connell's healthy, and O'Connell against Maryland, 30 for 41, 360 yards. You know, that's pretty good uh two tds one pick i mean they went to i mean i cringe i got to admit when i saw that they won at maryland mm. i thought oh boy they're good that's good maryland's tough right now that was a, a 17 all game for quite some time mm-hmm. and then yeah then 
Maryland uh, Purdue did win that game. So. I mean, a lot of this is we're just. I mean, I know what we do. We we just we just talk about their offense. We talk about their offense. We talk about their offense. But Purdue's got a real defense now, and that's like Chris caller Chris from the Baldwin shop. Shout out to the Baldwin shop. Uh, shout out to those guys. Chris is right. They have a real defense now. That's the problem. Did you happen to see Purdue's rushing stats from that game? Yeah, they don't run it very well. Would you like to know what they had? 34 if, carries. For 13 yards. Yeah. If you count the, the O'Connell sacks in there. Well, King Daru is hurt. Daru's not playing. Now, King Daru isn't – I mean, he's not exactly Saquon Barkley, okay? No. Um they're, but he is hurt. They had their uh, Maccabee is their guy that was the backup. That, that's a that's a walk on by now, the way. Well, he had thirteen carries for twenty six yards he's, and a touchdown. He's number forty five. Yeah, Devin Maccabee, yep. number forty five. He, he's a walk on. He's not bad. He's kind of slithery. I was I was kind of waiting for a team to emphasize to shut down Charlie Jones and Maryland pretty much did. They gave him you know three catches for fifteen yards, but Mer- Purdue said okay, it's fine. We'll throw to Payne Durham. Seven catches for 109 and a touchdown. We'll throw to, I don't know who, what Rice's first name is. but Mershon. Mershon Rice. Five catches, 54 yards, a touchdown. Yeah. Tracy from from Iowa. Three catches, 48 yards. Tyrone so, Tracy. So, again, we, we knew Purdue had options. He, he was really heavily targeting Charlie Jones the first several games of the season. He had 12 catches against Penn yeah, State. Yeah, Remember yeah, that? Yeah. Remember that first game? Yeah, I do. 12 catches. Yeah, he was a leading receiver in the nation for a while. Right. Jake, here's the question. Here's the question. Nebraska, 12-and-a-half-point dog. I got a question for you. Hit me. Get ready. So, Nebraska's 2-1 and one right now under Mickey. How much momentum would Joseph pick up with a win at Purdue? A lot. You're going into a bye week after that. Yeah. And then Illinois at home, which is right. now all of a sudden a monster game. But, but, but a game, that, again, I'm hearing murmurs, whispers, that, that Illinois game will be at night, another night game. Another night game. Yeah. It's all uh, night games now. I, I don't know for sure. On, hey, just so we know, to make this clear, I don't know that for sure. Murmurs. But come on. I, I mean, I watched Illinois. You can beat Nebraska can beat Illinois. I mean, I keep hearing, oh, that schedule's going to get really tough. I don't know. I don't know. I was still not very good. No. Minnesota, Minnesota is, is beatable come on, now. They're beatable. I mean, they, yeah. uh, I mean, Wisconsin. Now again, Wisconsin rebounded well from the Paul Christ firing and an awful performance. Northwestern is barely a football team, though. Right. Anymore. I or no, Michigan's going to be a bear. But the if Mickey now, what does Mickey have to do to be? I mean, to really be serious in your mind as a candidate, is it is it a win against Purdue? Oh uh, well, I mean. Is he already serious? In I, your I mind? think he's serious. It just comes down to can this team continue to rattle off wins? If it would they go get to on a bowl game, if it would go on the road and beat, if Nebraska would go on the road and beat Purdue as a twelve and a half point dog, knowing that Purdue is the second best offense in the Big Ten, that would be pretty monumental. You would, if you're the AD, Nebraska's AD, Trev Alberts, you really have to start to look at this. Well, I would think this too. If if you beat Purdue on the road, I mean, I, I still think, despite the record not being what you know Ohio State has or Michigan, I mean, they're one of the better teams in the conference. I believe that yeah, they're one too. of the better team. They're probably the fourth or fifth best team in the Big Ten, right? Hmm. 
All you know, the, uh, in the East, Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State are all better than Purdue, but Purdue almost beat Penn State. Yeah, they're right with them. They're, they're probably right there, you know, just after Penn State, right. right now. Yeah, right now. Yeah. In Illinois, I guess could you be in that in that same Jeez, category? I'm, I, but but the point is this: if you beat Purdue on the road as an underdog, which they are, I mean, at that point, you look at your schedule and say, who can't we beat? Michigan will be tough on the road, yeah. absolutely, yeah. no doubt. Mm-hmm. But your belief level should be pretty high, right? Yeah. And belief when you're a team that's just trying to get back in the winning column consistently again, belief goes a long way. Nebraska. Came back from behind against Rutgers. Not a great football team, but a team that one person said that, sh- that was a must-win game for Rutgers. Yeah. Right? Yep. Because he had to prove that momentum's yep. going the right Steve way Pul- under Greg Sciano. Steve Politi said right, that. Of NJ.com. Yeah. And it looked good for a half, and then Rutgers blew it. It did look good for a but, half. But those kind of games, like those are the ones Nebraska has been losing consistently, right? Mm-hmm. Just gut punch after gut punch after gut punch. And now you have a 14-point fourth quarter against Indiana. You win by 14. You come back from behind against Rutgers. You hold them off at the end. That's the kind of stuff that helps guys believe that we can actually do this. We can close games right. out. We can compete against anyone. Well, here's Believe. Here's here's the one thing. Well, there's a few things you got to watch. First of all, the injury situation at Nebraska. Are you going to be playing Purdue with Brandon Moore at one corner and Malcolm Hartsog at the other? And if you and if that's the case, well, you were going to be playing with Hartsog because he won the job. Malcolm Hartsog, the true freshman uh, from the state of Mississippi, true freshman, five foot eight, tough, scrappy kid on one corner at one corner, and then it looks like you p- could be playing with twenty five year old transfer uh, Brandon Moore. Brandon Moore has played be, coming into this season, Jake. Brandon Moore. Had, had played three games in two years, okay? Three games in two years. Got hurt at UCF in 2019 in the first game. Didn't play in two – or played two, played two games in 2020 um, and didn't play in 2021. It, he had transferred to Florida State, but I don't, and I don't know why, but he didn't play in 2021, okay? He, he came into this season – having played three games in three seasons since 2000 mm. since 2019 now he's out there as a 25 year old he turns 26 in february had a big pick he did in the second pick. half yeah um we talked to him after the game he's a gamer you can tell he's a gamer for sure i i feel what i'm telling you is i feel pretty good with him at corner I do. I thought he was, he was fine out yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. I feel pretty good with him. Now we'll see against a better passing team. Newsom has a groin injury. Quentin Newsom has a groin injury. We'll just those are tricky for a corner, right? Real tricky. I, I would say this. I, I feel good about more, but I I'm curious with the actual quarterback and Aiden O'Connell what it looks like out there. Oh yeah. I know. Because Simon and, and Vedral just Weren't very good on Saturday on Friday. No, um, Noah has a bad thumb. Well, and you not, could I, tell. I understand. You There's... could tell. Now he came out firing, but you wonder. You know, there's things you can do to alleviate pain, and then when that warns wears off, then then he then you know as the game went on, he couldn't throw. Right. Yeah. Went into halftime, came out, looked okay. Something you know goes on at halftime, and then and then the game goes on and. It's not looking good. Uh, we have. Uh, do you see what I'm? Do you yeah. catch? Are you catching I, me? I got okay. you. RJ 
chimes in. Now, RJ is not wet blanket, but this sounds like a wet blanket text. That's okay. RJ says this, and this is a good, it's a good take, though. He says, you can't seriously talk about Nebraska winning against better competition with the worst offensive line they've had in 20 years. The JV part of the schedule is over. Casey Thompson will not make it through the season. Got it. Yeah. We haven't talked enough today about Nebraska's offensive line. I don't know what to say about the tackles. You know, oh, credit to you, by the way, seriously. You last week called for Hunter Anthony. I did. To play, to play right tackle over Ben Hart. He played by far the most snaps. Ben Hart played only six snaps. All right. So uh, and, Hunter Anthony played whatever. How many? Yeah. He played 60-some snaps. Ben Hart played six. And again, he wasn't great, but the picture was a little better. A little better. A little. I'm saying, yeah, yeah. Not, not, not huge, ne- but a little better. Nebraska's left tackle struggled to an incredibly high degree. He had zero protections. He was credited with zero. Okay? He didn't protect. His, yeah. The guy beat him every time. And still there's only one sack in the ballgame for Rutgers somehow. Yeah. He, well, Casey got hit 17 times. <laughs> One sack still. Yeah, amazing. he got hit seventeen times. Credit to Casey for somehow getting the ball out. Now he got a clean pocket on the on the long touchdown to Trey Palmer. He yes. got a clean pocket. Yep. But he got hit seventeen times. Okay. Like you can't sustain that. No. If oh. you're a quarterback, you mean come on. So what? What do you? I mean. I just don't. I can't imagine what those conversations are like between Mickey and Donovan Rayola, and Mickey and the offensive line. Casey is an amazing, amazingly patient. I mean, I saw him talking to Piper after the game. It looked like Piper went up and almost was apologetic to him. Ethan Piper, the guard. I I didn't get the conversation, but I don't know what that 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 no. RJ's right, and we have not talked about it enough today. But what do you say? I mean, what do you say? Well, I don't know. I mean, but here's the thing, though, Sip, is that the defense has made quick strides with a different voice. Thing. I'm not saying you have a different voice at the offensive line, but it's showing that, hey, we don't have to be this bad. Like something, can, What can we do to make this just a little bit oh, better? Yeah. yeah, we probably haven't tipped our cap to Bill Bush. I mean, Bill enough. Bush deserves a huge cap. Yeah, yeah had to. a huge cap. cap he tip. deserves a huge hey, cap. We're the biggest cap you got, Bill. <laughs> a huge cap. Uh, Bill Bush, again, you have not played the most elite offense. Des- Indiana's has a pretty good offense. Bill Bush deserves a huge cap. <laughs> Don't give him that cap. <laughs> but if that defense could go from on the verge of historically bad to being now at least through two, the oh, last two God. games respectable. Respectable, my ass. What do you mean respectable? Look, we just I just read you. Respectable st- to good. Yeah, stat after not stat. Right. You're still good. Yeah, well, res- they've been more than my respectable. My point is they've gone from horrible – to pretty to, to, to good, respectably, and maybe good. <laughs> I'm saying good. I'm saying good. Yeah, now they, they have been good. Now Aiden O'Connell will say, "Okay, how good are you?" Yeah, defense and Reimer. Reimer was hurt too, by the way. Now, but are they going to have Reimer? I stand by what we said before last week, though. Before the game, if you're going to give out the black shirts, it should be after the Purdue game. Ooh, prove it again. No, we no, we said we no, don't go. We no, do not change. We on this show said don't do it after Rutgers. It's got to be after Purdue. We said that. I will bring back the audio. Do I got to bring those stats again? You agreed with me. We said we said on this. I think we said word for word. Nebraska could shut out Rutgers and still 
you don't give them out until they prove it against Purdue. I could bring you back the audio in a heartbeat. I, there's no way I said that. You, we said they. I could, might have agreed with you, you but you I didn't might, say I it. Think, I think <laughs> I, no, I Wait still, I still believe Wait if they second. if they do well against Purdue, then you could bring them out in the bye weekend in Illinois. Wait can, a second. Yep. I'm, yep. How many more stats do I got to read to? I I want to see it against an actual offense. Hmm. If, you wouldn't. If, you wouldn't get. Okay, now wait a second. Nope. Purdue. Don't interrupt. Purdue. Why wouldn't you give them those black shirts to maybe some pump some more confidence going into them going into this very difficult road? There's game? been too many times in Nebraska's history the last several seasons, last decade, where they've given out the black shirts and they've just fallen flat the next game they played. Right. Didn't it didn't matter. Right. I think again, do it a don't don't reward it for two straight performances. How about three? Okay. And against a team that is on its home field, as Rutgers was, but has a has a competent offense unlike Rutgers. And if you can keep them to a certain points Which you probably have to hold total. them to twenty seven yeah. or twenty four if you're gonna win. If you hold them to twenty four points and you win the ball game, yeah, then yeah. maybe black shirt, sure. Okay, hold on. I'm I'll I'm with you in this sense. I think Nebraska needs to understand that standards are important. Yes. And the standard isn't beating two bad offenses. Um it's it's holding up and giving the team a chance to win against a good offense, the second best offense in the Big Ten Purdue. So I'm with you in that way. Do you understand the type of season that, that Nebraska is all maybe always going to be in? Do you understand the way this works now? And largely college football, by the way, that every game, if Nebraska wins, they're going to have to Nail win biter. close. Bite nails. Yeah. Where it's going to go down pretty much to the final few possessions every game it's been that way for a while now do you think there's a chance in the world that nebraska would pull away from purdue late no no no. like there's virtually zero it's not gonna happen no it's not zero team the rest of the season i mean illinois defense is good right if you win is good they're gonna be wins like 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 ruckers which is why again it's important that they've won those close games now they believe that you're not just you're not permanently snake bit right God, you got to do a lot right. You got to do a lot right late in games. Clock management's gigantic. It's gigantic. I mean, Mickey's got to understand. I mean, I'm sure he does. You you better manage games late really well. I mean, and that's a there's a there's it's tricky, isn't it? It's not easy. No, that's tricky. I've watched Nathaniel Hackett for the Broncos. Oh God, have some of the worst coaching I've ever seen for right. time management. He's an NFL coach. Right. It's not easy for everybody. No. I mean, think about all the clock management that had to be done against Rutgers late in that well, game. They made it happen. Yeah. More next in early break of the ticket. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.